this thing. No title again. Is it rolling, Bob? So, oh, sorry, there's a wind noise here. This race is the Sports 2000. Uh, Sports 2000 is a restricted rules class of two-seat, mid-engine, open-cockpit, full-bodied sports prototype race cars. Uh, The key attributes of the class are a body design reminiscent of two-liter Group 6 sports cars, but with an ultra-reliable and inexpensive drivetrain comprised of a two-liter Pinto overshaft camshaft engine with very limited modifications allowed. Coupled to either the Hewland Mark 9 transaxle or the staff's gearbox using Hewland internals. The prevalent marquees in this class include Lola, Swift, Renard, Van Diem, Strike, Royale, Tiga, and March. That's the sound you hear. So they look the same. They, I mean, except for the paint jobs, they look very similar. And um, they're flat. Like, they, they're just, they're flat. They all have the same resistance. And uh, uh, not, to me, not an exciting race as, as others. But... Uh, no reason not to be, you know. Hey, much it's just the cars. They all look. They all look the same. Of course, they're in that in that category. Boy, what a what a what a thing to criticize. Well, I like the cars that look different. Yeah. Well. Okay. Anyway, not gonna. Oh boy, this wind. Uh, so I don't even know why we're talking right now. Still drinking my beer. Still watching the race. That wind is kicking up a bit. Good thing I took the tarp out, the awning down. Yeah, I might have to reposition myself out of the wind. I still, if I get behind the road track, I've got an angle there. So uh, that's not your business. That's mine. Thank you. Saturday, sorry, time for me to wind down, I got the munchies, I just had some chips, I got some dip, as I mentioned, the fridge is not on, things are still cool, so I think the dip was safe to eat, I hope everything else is, find out tomorrow, um, yeah, I have had an excellent day. I'm proud of myself, and I would hope that you, my faithful listeners, the ones who care, would also say, bravo, Ken, bravo, or something like that. Uh, My goal for the day was to get myself a free beer, because often at these events they do, there's a gathering, and you see this, this, you know, they mention mention in the program that, hey, publican or somebody else is uh, putting on something or other. So I knew to head down around 6 o'clock or before 6 to get down to the paddock area where there'd be some beer. And I carefully thought about what I'm going to wear. Sorry, I'm chewing a little bit of what we used to call horse cock. It's just a big slab of, uh, a tube of meat, you know. And uh, you'd just cut off slices. Anyway, used to always be part of any camping weekend. So I decided, okay, what am I going to wear? What am I going to need? It's going to get cool in the evening. There's always a breeze. So uh, 
was very happy to put on my, take off my shirt, put on my t-shirt, or sweatshirt, and then my jacket. My, uh, the wonderful jacket they gave me at Bark Lake. So, headed over there, and I started asking strangers. People would come by and they'd say, hey, do you know where the free beer is? And they were sort of looking. They didn't know anything about this free beer. And, uh, and uh, somebody said, oh, over that way, or, you know, I don't know, they're selling beer over there. And then somebody else said, oh, you can't get beer unless you have a, a, a thing... A, a, an armband or something it's not it's not free only people with the armband get to to have it that's what they were told and I thought well I'm gonna bullshit my way past that for sure so I had already prepared my opening line was going to be I hear you need an armband to, uh, to get the free beer and then I saw this line and oh my god saw another line that was just barbecue and it was a huge banner of what some barbecue company or organization and sure enough there was a beer and um, in cans and of course I got the very last one I wanted which was an ale um, it was kind of funny there was somebody in front of me in the line and I looked into this vat, or this this big tub of, you know, ice water and beer. And I knew, I said, oh, I want the, uh, the ale. I forget what kind of ale it was. And the guy in front of me, when, they, when he walked, when it was his turn, and I, I had already shouted this out, said, um, do you have any of the ale left? And uh, he only said that because I mean, because I had just said I want the ale. There was hardly any left. So anyway, he got it. I thought, oh, damn it, that's it. And then she said, no, no. And I could see the one. I said, oh, I see that. I got my, that's mine, that's mine. I, I made it clear. I really want that beer. And it turned out it was the very last one. No. I don't know why I wasted your time and mine telling you that. At the time, it was important. It's not important now, okay? God damn it, Ken. Haven't you learned by now? <sighs> anyway, I figured, all right, while I'm here and I got my beer, well, I may as well stand in that line for the food. And you get a little tray, and they put in ribs, a generous portion of really good barbecue ribs, and chicken wings done in some sticky sauce. And while this is a good deal, I get a beer... Ribs and chicken. So, yeah, I've, I've met my goal for the day. So I come back, and now i got to sit down and do it. Well, there's a little uh, series of round tables, and I managed to get my way down there very carefully. And there's already some people there, and the next thing it's filled up, and, well, they all know each other. I'm the imposter. I'm the only outsider. Everybody else, they're drivers and their wives. And I'm listening in, and it's very interesting. These guys talking about how so-and-so did on this race and how he did, and this guy obviously was very uh, nicky, I guess, was very uh, uh, doing quite well. And, and they were all, it was at the social network. It was in the area where all the British sports cars were, the Triumphs and the MGs. So that was pleasant. And um, so I sort of joined in and got into the conversation. I actually had conversations with uh, a couple of the women. And, uh, yeah, but a whole lot of things. And I just, I engaged. And by this time, of course, I had had the gummy. It's kicked in. I'm feeling very sociable. Um, and then one of the guys said, well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get another beer. Well, they had, they were all out at the place where I had got my beer. They, had out, they were out by then. So I asked, and uh, yeah, yeah, no, the other direction, you head down there. So again, I asked a couple of people where it was, and there was another tub of beer. And I not only took one, I took two, okay? And I said, my excuse is one's for Naoko, which I'll bring home. Um, anyway, free beer. You're doing good. You know, they had wraps here. All the wraps were gone. I didn't care. I already had my ribs and chicken. So I stand, there's this crowd just standing there, and I said, well, I could just sit here and maybe edge in on a conversation, but I look over, 
when I see a really nice, uh, uh, turned out to be a bug-eyed Sprite little car. And there's a guy coming out, and a couple of guys are around there, and I walk over with my beer, unopened at this point, and I say, do you, uh, do you gentlemen mind if I just uh, sit here and um, drink my beer and look at your uh, look at your car? Well, how could they say no? And I think at first they might have been a little suspicious, like, what kind of weirdo is this? But, boy, oh boy, we had an absolutely wonderful conversation. I mean, I certainly put in my share, but no, we covered Trump, we covered uh, education, we we just had a wide-ranging, good conversation. And uh, it was it was most enjoyable. And, and I, I guess what I was trying to get at, what I'm most proud of, is I put myself out there. I'm not going to hold back and so on. Hey, I could stand here and maybe, you know, get in on somebody's conversation or go over and those guys look kind of fun and interesting. I took pictures of them and I got their life stories. Well, a good part of it anyway. One was from Ithaca, New York, and the other one was from, uh, you know, on the 401 Minapony. And, um, you know, wife had died of cancer. He was still racing and unfortunately. Fortunately, his car broke today, and it's down, and it's a very expensive hobby, and he's not going to be able to race tomorrow. And and they were buddies, because they're all in this hobby together. The people who hang out together are the people who got the sprites, because you got to help each other. And uh, and then neither of them had a mechanic with them. They were just themselves, working on their own cars, getting them ready for the race. Holy shit. And the one guy... Well, the broken down car was 75 years old, same age as me. And here he is up towing a trailer with a little Sprite in it and getting the damn thing ready for a race and getting out on the track. So that was uh, that was, that was was kind of wonderful. And, of course, they offered me another beer when I saw my first one went down quickly. And uh, so I had another beer. So I ended up with three free beer today. Was it three? One, two, three. No, four. Because I have the one opened one, unopened one, for free beer today, which is good, and ribs and chicken. So, uh, but more than that, I mean, my whole point is that you know I'm not a wallflower. I'm, I'm going out. I'm talking. I'm engaging with people. I'm, I'm bringing, making, bringing this day to life for me anyway. And uh, you know, I know how to engage with people. I know how to. You know, it wasn't just. Boring. I got good conversations going about Trump and what's wrong with America and uh, lots of things. So anyway, that's all. God damn, I'm sorry. That was, uh, I did a very, well, I'm, I'm not going to, okay. Come back here after that. They're going to go off and they're going to see mud men and maybe get in one of the trucks. And I knew enough, no, I'm not going to ask to get a ride in the back of your pickup truck so I can go and see the mud bin. Then have to get away from there, you know, get back here in the dark. No, I couldn't do that. Uh, that was the other band playing up on the hill. So, passed on that. But walked back here, and then my neighbor greeted me again, Kevin, the man I spent the last night with. And we had another very enjoyable, very pleasant conversation. I, I mean, he wasn't just an electrician. He was a mechanic and uh, got hired on by a lot of these teams and would travel all over the place with the racing team. So that was his interest. He'd be working on the cars, doing all the work as a mechanic, getting paid for it in these groups. So he had a real interest. So everybody out here I've spoken to is far more knowledgeable cars and experience than, than I do. But I, you know... I made it clear. No, I'm just here for the fun and the good, the goodwill and the example this place sets. Of there's nobody waving a gun around. There's no tension. There's no screaming. There's no yelling. There's no violence. It's very laid back and very friendly. Everybody's here for the same reason. Let's just have fun racing or have fun watching the races. So there you go. I guess I've given you enough. This will probably be a wind-down. I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll conclude something tomorrow, but uh, this is uh, it's time for me to get back. I'm sure really enjoying reading Page Boy. Boy, I like the style it's written in. It's jumping all over. I like the intimacy. The uh, And it's it's had an impact. I, I don't know if I mentioned earlier, if I was even talking about this, this person who has changed from, well, 
who I knew as a male to a female, I just invited them for dinner. I just actually, because of reading Ellen Page's book, it's given me that little extra, yeah, we do have to talk to each other and listen to each other. And uh, it's given me the boost I needed to uh, get over my hurdles. Yeah, I think my, my concern was, like, what do I do with the person I used to know? I'm, I'm going to be sitting in front of somebody who I've never met, although it's the same person, except now they look like a woman. I have long hair and are quite beautiful and wear makeup and dresses. But what do I do with the the person who I used to know? He was a, he was a nice guy. I like that person. They, they've gone. With, you know how does that work? But I, so I, I it's time to have an open conversation and uh, and so anyway I put it out there and I, I and I leave it for this person to decide if they want to meet up with me. Sorry, or not. That's okay. So, I feel very alive. I feel very alive. I I'm, can say honestly, that it doesn't do me... Well, it's not a bad thing for me to, uh, you know, get a little into the, a gummy or some weed or something. Because it, 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 it encourages me sometimes to go out and engage more openly... And uh, not so bad. I don't know if that's true or not, but anyway, <laughs> I enjoy it. I enjoy getting high and talking to people. Okay, there you go. That's all there is to it. So I'm I'm sitting again. I'm in the middle seat, and I think I'm going to uh, look, scrounge around for one more snack, maybe a piece of cheese. Oh, I got a nice little pudding. Yeah, a little fruit cup, maybe would be a good idea. And uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. So there you go. This is uh, the winding down of my uh, my Mossport podcast from the Varick Vintage Races. Scarborough Dude. Signing out. Bye for now. And good morning. It is Sunday, of course. Sitting at my uh, site, uh, watching the cars race by. In my line of sight here, a lot of um, this is vintage production. So you've got Austin Healy Sprite 3000, Lotus 7 Triumphs, and a few Porsches in there. Um, cutoff date 1961. It's just, they they really bomb around, and of course this is that's the category of the guys I hung out with last night, with the Austin Healy Sprites. So, yeah, that's how <laughs> that's how the day is beginning. I think that was it. It might have been a historic production, which um, goes to 1972. I think I don't know. I don't think I saw Shelby in there, but anyway. Breakfast time, I got my cereal, my um, milk and yogurt and banana. The fridge is still, of course, not working, but it's managed to stay cool most of the time. Cool enough that I can drink the milk and everything, I think, will be okay, except for what was in the freezer. Things that are supposed to stay frozen. Anyway, I just wanted you to hear the sounds of what I wake up to. And it, it is it is just great to be able to sit here without climbing up that damn hill and see them race by. That's, that's one, two, three cars going at once. The, the sounds blending. And, of course, these are races within races, even though they might be all in one vintage category. Um, I think they do it by engine size and other ways of subdividing the groups. So you can still win in your category without being first in the race. Anyway, that's it for today. I'm going to... Uh, uh, didn't sleep all that well last night. 
but um, today will be another good fun day and easy day I may wander up I don't know there's Moog Corner that's very close that's very close the uh, the bridge that goes over it's now got a big banner Chevrolet Grand Prix and there's a good viewing spot from there so I may do that anyway that's uh, that's to be had right now is now and uh, I gotta get on with our breakfast and uh, decide what else I want to have to eat and uh, then we'll be leaving sometime this afternoon not sure after which race but we'll see those are little NG midgets going by I'm still uh, sitting, just finishing off breakfast, and um, there's a halt in the racing, and uh, they had a, 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 a listing category I would like to have seen, and I think they only went around once or twice, and I, there was an accident, and it's just been silent on the track since then, uh, and I, I heard something about an Austin Healy Sprite. I don't think it was either of the guys I was talking to last night. Well, one of them wasn't even racing. But uh, serious enough that I heard the announcer seeing somebody going off in an ambulance. So that's always very, very sad at a track. And it, uh, it, it, just, it touches everybody. It's, these people are, they're all friends. They're all connected. Um, like I say last night, I really had a glimpse of what it was like sitting with the drivers and their wives. How this is just, it's a hobby thing. It's fun. It's an expensive hobby, but uh, they go back years and years. These were older drivers, right, doing these, you know, with the vintage cars. But anyway, so we'll see when they get started again. Uh, hopefully it's uh, the uh, fellow will be all right. Don't know the damage to the cars. That's always a risk, but serious enough. Okay, I'm going to um, start getting the road track ready. I've got dishes to do and uh, get it so that when it is time to leave, I can just get in and drive off. So uh, I'm going to tidy up a little bit now, if you don't mind. Thank you very much. Still uh, reading Elliot Page. I don't know what to think about it. It's quite a story. Uh, a very complex person uh, beating up on herself through what the entire book is about. The stress and the strain and the anxiety and the... Food issues, my God, what, a, what a, a tight life. But I, I also didn't realize how many movies uh, she back then, he now, had been in. Like, it's it's quite phenomenal uh, different parts. But uh, I only knew uh, when it was Ellen Page as um, uh, Juno and all these other pictures and movie stars. And she's very... Um, she talks about relationships with other people from Hollywood, but won't give names. So you're always kind of curious, who was that? Um, but the picture on the cover, it's just... I guess it's a good-looking boy, the way the hair is, and that is who the original she always wanted to be. So I, I'm assuming it's coming to a happy ending. Uh, but boy, what a journey along the way. And... Uh, uh, you know, all, all the stuff about um, the, them um, hosting Saturday Night Live. I didn't know about that. Or, or, there's so much I didn't know. And it's not its not a, a story in chronological order. It's just chapters on themes or, you know, relationships or, you know, learning about organic farming and the sustainable living and all these different things that... Uh, She, he exposed. I don't know which pronoun to use because he, he wasn't. He wasn't he then. He was still she. So when I'm referring back to that time, she she was hiding the fact that she was a lesbian, 
but certainly wasn't trans. I mean, that, I'm guessing, is coming at the end of the story. So it still wasn't a he. So I, I find this very confusing. I really do. Um, because logic tells me, no, back then it was she. Okay, now it's he. But you can't sort of change who she was then into a he when it was still a she, an unhappy she. Okay, that's my problem, not hers. He's Garbo Dude signing off from uh, the racetrack. It's it's just I'm so delighted that um, I've gone back to the library and continuing to make good use of it, and especially all the books I've been picking up, brand new books. The only disappointment was um, the one from um, Michelle Obama, which was just too full of cliches. Signing off. Bye for now. Okay. I've got a new viewing spot, one I've been looking at from my uh, campsite, uh, very close to the track, just as they come out of the uh, the pits, or uh, the starting finish line, and uh, it's before the uh, corner too, it's straight away, sort of going uphill and it's banked, so it's pretty, it's a wild piece of the track, and you're, you're very close here, there's just one fence between you and the track. So I'm here for a bit, and uh, I just thought I'd give an introduction. The next race, they're, they're an hour behind because of the accident, but the next race is going to be classic and modern classic. Uh, this classic grid, previously known as Group 70 and Group 90, includes production-based and purpose-built race cars that were designed to race in IMSA, Tramzan, SCCA, and uh, CASC GT. Not sure what all those stand for. An exciting mix of style and speed, these grids feature Corvettes, Mustangs, Camaros, Ferraris, BMWs, Porsches, and similar classic vehicles. Are from, similar and similar. Classic vehicles are from the years 1973 through to 1997. So there you go. This grid now includes modern classic, an extension of the classic division for cars from 2000. Nominally 2005. So, uh, yeah, modern classic. So they've added into the... As, as the years go by, they add on. Cars get older and they add them on. So uh, I don't think I've seen any Ferraris. Very rare. I've seen them here before, but uh, not common. Might be one. I'd be thrilled. I don't see any that are entered in this race, but uh, that's what you're going to hear next. They've just cleared the track. There goes another tow truck. They had to tow a vehicle off right in front of me here. So uh, I'm just going to put this on pause, and I'll get back when the race starts. an XKE. <laughs> it was way in the back of the pack. It looked too nice to race. Uh, but there you go. That was the, uh, just the opening lap. And uh, you would have heard in there uh, the um, Mercury Cougar that I rave about. It is my, my favorite. I got a good shot of it just coming out of the uh, pit lane. So, give them... Uh, minute and a half, minute and 40 seconds to get around the track and come back. So this is uh, this is a pretty prime spot. It's right amount of fence and, I don't know what, 20 feet to the track. Nothing else in between. Usually you're looking through two fences for safety. And this is, it's interesting because it's banked. It's a turn. Oh, oh no. It's like a safety car going around. That's not right. Oh my god. Hope they haven't had a problem already. Don't even hear them on the back street. Okay. The announcer is at the um, start finish line. That's just sort of behind me. Very short distance. Oh my god. There goes the pace car. Shit. I guess they'll have a restart.
Not under full power. And here they come, not racing at their high. Fastness. They're not allowed to pass. So there goes the Jaguar XK. Ooh, nice sound though. That's quite a roar for an XKE. Yeah. So uh, they're not allowed to pass. I guess there's a full caution out. Yellow flags. There's a cleaner truck. So there would have been an oil spill or something. Now two trucks coming to pick up the pieces and clean the track. So somebody, somebody wiped out. All right, I'm going to pause again until we, uh, until we come back and restart the race. Yeah, they've just announced a full restart. There was a white flag, so it's the end of that lap. God, another tow truck. Safety team. They don't take any chances. They're announcing the... Uh, biggest race event of the year for the track, which I've been to before, the big high-powered vehicles, the, um, and um, I don't know, I hadn't planned on going, I don't know why, maybe I had something else planned that weekend, or I think I'll look at the calendar when I get back, do I want to come again? This is such a highlight, because this is just, this is chill to me, this is, you know, the other races, it's, you know, it's just a bigger deal. You got whole teams of equipment and big trailer trucks, and I mean, it's exciting, more exciting and louder. But um, if I only had to choose one, it would always be the vintage Varick vintage races. Okay, you didn't need to know that, but uh, I'm just filling in time. Oh, like the announcer, while well, the race is uh, waiting to restart again, so I'll just hit pause once more. I wanted to watch is cancelled. There's oil on the track in several places. It's become a caution. They're very careful here. They have to be. Oh, man. So I've been sitting in this spot for a very long time. It's far from my camp. And I don't want I don't want to go and come back. This is such a perfect spot. Damn it, damn it, damn it. I'm in, I'm in the hot sun, of course, which is fine. Uh, but, man. Lunch break. Jesus, that was, that was poor announcing. They had a call that half an hour ago. Okay, again, this is stuff that doesn't make for a good podcast, me whining about the time, but uh, it's just that this is, to, to search this long and found this spot, I, I have been in this spot before, this general area. It's just that it's quite a hike to get here. And, 
it's um, I, I'm finding that using the walker is tiring because there's so much of it is downhill and you've just got the brakes on and they don't they're not very effective and it feels like this thing is going to get away from you and so you're holding back and using all your muscles to sort of slow down and you just tap step by baby step and you see little kids running by you and uh, and and I know for people seeing if they were looking at my face they would say oh my god is that man in trouble because it feels that way I think I'm gritting my teeth as I go down the hills and the idea of going all the way down the hill and then coming all the way back up after lunch I don't know about that I, I may Ugh. Stay tuned. I just, I really wanted to tape the roar of these cars right at the start of the race, right here, because it's trackside and so close. You'd hear it really loud. All right. Catch you later. Okay, so we're just uh, at the start of another race. It's after lunch. I am back at the, back at the ranch. I left my... Um, spot trackside. It was great viewing, but I just wasn't going to sit there forever. And foolishly, I didn't pack my uh, Page Boy book, the book by Elliot Page, uh, in my little nexus here. I had everything else, but I didn't pack that book. Consciously left it behind, and I thought, damn it, if I had it, I could have stayed there and just spent the time reading. But anyway, I've come back, I've made myself a little lunch, and uh, we're going to be watching the race that's supposed to be on 11.30 this morning, Group 5. And uh, Group 5 is Formula Classic. So that would include... This is going to be a loud one. Oh, hang on. Yeah, no, no. Um, vintage vehicles, uh, over 2,500 cc's, I guess. Uh, so there'd be some modern vehicles in there. Uh, the Classic Grid. Yeah, I read that out to you before. Yeah, so I don't need to do that again. Um, and here they come around. So there's going to be some very loud cars, but you can still hear them from here. Love it on the first lap when they're all bunched up like that. So they're, they're still passing. The track is wide enough that they can go side by side uh, before they come down uh, the slope and the broad turn for corner two. So I'm watching them as they approach that. They're just out of the uh, out of the uh, start finish line on the first corner, but it's banked, so you can see them very well. Anyway, it'll be a good loud race. Uh, but my beloved <laughs> Mercury Cougar was the race that I wanted to watch, and that was cancelled. They just, I mean, when things happen here, they got to completely try and be fair to everybody. They're very considerate. It is all about these amateur motorists who keep these things going. They pay a lot of money to race. They don't get much in return. Uh, not much sponsorship here for the amateurs at all. So, like I say, an expensive hobby. But uh, anyway, this will be good, but I'm going to just watch it comfortily from where I am sitting now. I'm not going to wander back there. It's just, it's everything with the roller, it's just more effort, more time. Wow. He is taking the lead. a little more spread out now. That's uphill. What you're hearing is them racing uphill. Lovely. Lovely. So uh, that's a taste of this afternoon's race. Um, I still don't know what time I'm going to leave. Whoa, whoa. 
Boy, that may have been the uh, Mercury. They may have let him in that race. It was far behind, though. Never wins. I just like the noise. Uh, some of these spectator cars are as fantastic as what you see on the track. That's the other thing that's fun about this. The people parade around in their cars. There's one... There's one going by. It looks like an EC Cobra. And that, that was beautifully designed. Rounded corners. Maybe it wasn't the cougar I saw because he hasn't come back. I don't think that was him. Another roar, though. Anyway, that's uh, that's all you're getting for now. Catch you later.
start of the race. They still have a pace car in front. Coming out of the pit lane. cars in this <laughs> the Mercury Cougars oh yeah Mazdas and Porsches Glad to be so close for this one. It's a high wine pitch for the Porsches. That might have been the last of the car. So they're just they're following the pit car. He'll turn off at the start finish and the racing will begin. So the next time they go through it'll be a lot faster and a lot louder. So now I'm going to test you, see if you can tell when the Mercury Cougar goes by. Okay, they're coming up. It's going to be louder. I'll just give you a clue. I think he was around the middle of the pack, so it won't be the first car you hear. But it, it is a distinctive sound. Loud. Here we go, here we go. The white Camaro safety car comes off into pit road. We're about to unleash all these cars. As they come out of turn 10, Marvin Young head to the start finish line, leading them down. We wait for the, we're going to guess, green flag, I believe, is in the air. We are underway. Green flag, here they come. Too hard to pick out the Cougar. I mean, there were three abreast going through there. They're all bunched together at first lap. It'll uh, you'll notice when the when the crowd thins out. So don't worry if you didn't pick that out. All right, I'm going to pause until the next lap, and then after that, I'm going to stop recording and take a few pictures. You'll find them on Facebook. can hear them on the back straight behind me as they come up to the start finish. That's all you're going to get from this race. Getting near the, uh, it's mid-afternoon now. Now I'm going to be heading home. And, uh, oh, within an hour or two. All for now. Now I'm going to, now I get to take pictures. Another mishap on the track. White flags out. That means, boy, that's no passing. Somebody just came out of the pit lane, joining the race late, but uh, something happened. So they, they 
They are not going at speed here as they pass. The cougar is in a race all by himself. There's no, the last time he went by, nobody in front, nobody behind. the tow truck. Damn, having a rough day here. So you'll hear the Mercury coming by slower than usual. Should be coming up very soon. He was the one who wiped out. Hope not. No, here he is. Yeah. Not nearly so loud when they're slowed down. Those are the three race leaders, and they're coming up fast on the Cougar, so I never expect that guy to win. I've spoken to the guy last time I was here. He's just doing it for fun. It's not really a competitive car compared to all the other Porsches and high-end Mazdas. Yeah, there's another truck to pick up the pieces. My God. the announcer, so I can't tell you what happened, but uh, we'll just pause here. That's one by one as they follow a pace car around. So hopefully the track's already cleared up and they can continue the race because they've only got limited time, like 18 minutes, 20 minutes to a race. And it takes, you know, a minute and a half to get around the track. So short races. Oh, oh no. Checkered flag, race over. Damn. They're having a bad day for uh, spills on the track. Well, that's it. the ambulance. Alright. Race over. We'll end it here. Big-ass racers. Um, I'm going to leave after this. But, uh, yeah. I'll just hear a little more of them going around the track. This is... Uh, they, they 
a lot of the races were cut short because of just uh, accidents, spillouts. Gonna have to check on the YouTube channel and see if I can watch any of these races. I think they'd be available. Um, so this would be, gosh, group four maybe? Or group five. What time is it? Oh, it's after three. Yeah, if they've got back on schedule, this might be the last. This is group five, which is uh, uh, vintage, the big fast ones. We'll just check. Yeah. Yeah. You can hear that. Yeah, the one I mentioned, classic and modern classic, so... It's been good weather, uh, very windy, which I love. It's always windy on this little hill I'm at, um, but pleasant, bit of a breeze. But Saturday, Sunday, uh, it's been hot sunshine. And a little bit of rain Friday, which made for an interesting race, but uh, it didn't last. And I guess the favorite time for me, this is just a summing up, is the time in the, the pits. And this is why I park in this spot. I'm on a hill, I'm overlooking the gate. It's pretty well as close as you can get, besides the fact that I get to see this, you know, viewpoint. Um, it's, it's manageable walking to the uh, to the pit area and once I'm there it's paved it's just it, sorry it's just uphill to get there and uh, that scary downhill run to get back uh, but like I say just a little more energy a little more time but I can do it I don't know how many friends I have who would actually enjoy this. Uh, I know there's a, f a few out there. Car people who are interested in cars. Doug would be one. Uh, others might be watching the Canadian Grand Prix, but no, I think most of the people I know through my through social media and through people who would listen to this podcast, I don't think there's that many fans of car racing in that group. Not that it matters at all. Ooh, a very neat vintage pickup truck. Oh, that just appeared. They, they, again, I've said that before, but sometimes the uh, the viewers' cars are so cool. That, that is very nicely done. It's kind of classic, but you can tell it's got work. It's dropped down in the front. Big wheels and shiny hubcaps. Oh, I got to. I got to. I'm backing out. I got to tell my friend to uh, move his van. Hold on.
parked his truck right behind me, so we had to get that straightened out. So I can be uh, free to be on my way. Take me over an hour to get home. More traffic, of course, on the Sunday. But uh, it has been a great, great weekend, all in all. And uh, I hope to be back at this very same event next year. Scarborough Dune. Signing off from uh, Canadian Tire Motorsport Motorsport Park. Bringing my listeners fun and excitement. Oh, yeah.